I mean, I don't know what they're doing out in the parking lot. I can only assume <laughs> whatever happens Bible in the parking studio. lot. <laughs> if they delete the proud of this house opening oh. out of K-State football games, I will light myself on fire. <laughs> Had an interesting tweet. I tweeted out my nipple to body ratio. Oh, there's always that one person group me that like puts something directly after the funny thing that just it isn't like remotely funny. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to the um, Right in the Middle podcast. Here, um, I'm here with Cameron Coger, my co-host. Cameron, hi, I'm Cameron. Yeah, so we're coming to you uh, today from K State's campus. I'm on our first pilot episode podcast. Um, this podcast is going to be um, kind of whatever the hell happens. Not really sure where it's going to go, um, but a lot of it's going to be a lot about uh, K State sports and things happen around K State, Kansas, and the Big Twelve Conference, and some other current event stuff. So. So we're going to jump right into introductions. My name is Noah Auctioner. I currently go to K-State, agriculture major. I'm having a great summer. It's almost the end of the summer, which is kind of scary. That's kind of horrifying. Not really ready to go back to class, but at the same time I am because I'm ready to have all my friends back. I'm doing an internship right now here in Manhattan with um, an organization. So yeah, that's me. Um, I'm Cameron Koger. I'm from Overbrook, Kansas, super small town in between Lawrence and Topeka. I will be a sophomore at K-State studying marketing. Uh, this summer I've just been doing a random assortment of working and commuting a lot of uh, I just moved back to Manhattan beginning of July so I'm kind of getting settled down here and really really looking forward to the upcoming school year and what that brings for K-State and the community around yeah I also forgot to say where I'm from I'm from this tiny town out in western Kansas called Tribune no one's probably ever heard of that but yeah we're both at K-State both really excited uh we're both uh, pretty involved in things around campus and around here. Um, so I'd like to think I know what's happening here. You know? I'd like to <laughs> question how he came to know me. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Funny thing I like at the start is I've always wanted to do a podcast because like I work in media. People that know me um, know what I do. Uh, but I never get to like talk about certain things because at internships and jobs it's very focused on the industry I work for which is agriculture which is I love but at the end of the day, nobody wants to hear about wheat prices. Here we are. Cameron is also we're in SGA, which we'll probably never talk about that on here. Uh, so, thank God. Um, but yeah, so I asked Cameron if he wanted a coat, so he said yes. So here we are today. Um, but yeah, we talked about moving back to Manhattan. I'm getting ready to move out of where I live this summer back into, um, I live in a fraternity, so I have to move back into that for the start of the school year. I absolutely hate moving. <laughs> I There are a million things on my list of things that I'd rather do than move again for the, this will be round three since I've lived in Manhattan. Like there's something about getting your shit all in boxes and moving like three blocks down the street that just makes me angry. I don't know what it is. The, the key to that all is definitely to pack light. Any Anytime I've ever moved, I've been able to fit it all in my Honda Civic, and that's something I'm very <laughs> proud of. <laughs> that's the other thing about college is like, one, like as soon as you go to college, like your standard of living just plummets. 
like to zero like you go from showering twice a day drinking plenty of water to maybe having a glass of water a week and showering uh, i've showered exclusively at the rec since i came back and i'm very proud of that <laughs> my water bill is going to be at an all-time low yeah and you like you discover like weird things you can take advantage of like the stuff you pay thousands of dollars for that you have access to there, there's something special about that i tried hacking my neighbor's wi-fi for like 45 minutes the other day i tried every password i could think of <laughs> no doubt that's like damn like the people that name their wi-fi routers fun things around this town too like i live um kind of in the aggieville district the apartment complex next to us has uh like somebody has a wi-fi router and it's our fraternity name and then after it says sucks <laughs> and there's like there's three dozen. It's great. Uh, Makes me want to make a hotspot and drive past your house. <laughs> hotspot for turning. Noah, game. if you're reading this, go kick rock. <laughs> it's probably the nicest thing someone said to me on this. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna jump right into it. Um, so first. Around the Big 12, not much is going on. The Big 12 media days happened down in Dallas. Um, we were just talking about that before we started recording. I was lamenting about my complaints about the Big 12 and our interactions with the media. Big 12 during the summer, not much goes on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a conference that's kind of focused itself around football lately, which is kind of exciting. Um, so One small thing for... Uh Sports in Kansas, I saw KU recently made where they will be selling alcohol at their sporting events. I think that's about the only way I could tolerate watching a KU game, and I don't drink, so. (laughs) There's something special about the things that go on over in Lawrence uh, for football. Basketball, they've got that nailed down to a T. I will give them that, like, okay, great. But football, like, KU football just... Uh, yeah, like you know, I feel bad for their fans sometimes. I don't know. Them selling alcohol at the stadium at first thought was K State's going to be like we're going to be jumping on the ball on this. But you know, I really don't think I don't see K State adding alcohol to our stadium to the Bill or Bramlage anytime in the near future. I a lot of I know a lot of fans would hope they do. Um, there's a lot of data out there that says it helps with what whatever and whatnot. But as family centric as we are here, I. Um, the the thing that is contingent on this, a lot of fans are talking about, is if we made it where alcohol sales were permitted within the bill, it would probably restrict re-entry access. So a lot of fans like leave at halftime, and I don't know what they're doing out in the parking lot. I can only assume <laughs> whatever happens Bible in the parking lot. Here. <laughs> There's some stumo going on on the parking lot. Uh, go down the list here, K State. Uh, had quite the showing at Big 12 Media's. It's been a big week, and you had some points on that for K-State football. Um, Yeah, in the past week, we've had about four players been put on national watch watch list, uh, specifically Devin Ansel, who's on the Ray Guy watch list, which is for the nation's top punter, Wyatt Hubert on the Bronco Nagurski, I apologize if I mispronounced that, (laughs) for the nation's top defender. Uh, James Gilbert, who just transferred from Ball State, will be on the Maxwell Award watch list. And Adam Holterf will be on the Remington Award watch list for the nation's top center. Um, Other than that, Reggie Walker is our lone all-Big 12 preseason selection. Yeah, Reggie. So (laughs) a little bit of hype around our program. Um, I think... The morale around campus is we're excited, but in a hesitant way. <laughs> we don't want to get our hopes up only to have uh, them dashed. 
I think there's a lot of excitement, but there's also like a like we were talking about this before we started. Is there's a low down like fear for students. Um, there's f- not fear like as oh god I'm afraid of what's gonna happen. Oh no, a fear of in like oh, what the hell are we in for? Like what's gonna change? Hopefully not Ron Prince, but <laughs> not yeah. Hopefully not a listen. <laughs> I, I did try not to refrain from bringing up Ron Prince in the future as a sore subject. I do not. I pay a lot of good money to this university to go to school here. If we return to those dark ages, I'm not like this is the only university that I applied to <laughs> and like wanted to get into, like had my eyes set on, but I will not. <laughs> I don't know if I could like I could, I could deal with it, but like oh boy. Yeah, I uh <laughs> I first kind of became known around campus as the boy who lit himself on fire to make our football team good again. So if we return to Ron Prince, that would be a Cameron a did blow. not. Cameron did not light himself on fire to see this next football season just go to crap. Like that's not what's going on here. I'm talking a seven and five record, and it'll be worth it. <laughs> Eight and four, and I might do it again. Like imagine just for a sec, like just in in my in my dream, we, we do really well this season. And we we flip flop from having an amazing basketball season that granted had a sad sour end to having an amazing football season. I I would cry. I, like there's only a few days that I've cried on this campus. One was when I failed my first college algebra exam and dropped the class. Still have yet to take college algebra. And two was the day we beat KU and I was on I was on the floor of Bramlage. I like I. I legitimately was in tears, but like, if we have an amazing football season, I, I, the things I would pay. <laughs> really, it doesn't seem that far out of reality to me. Like, call me over optimistic, but I really could see climbing with the recruiting success we've had so far. And we just got done with the dead period. So we got, I think, one recruit from, I want to say like June 6th till now. We got like one. Yeah. No, July 6th to now. We got one recruit. But with the early success we've had and the recruiting rankings and the recruiting victories we're getting, I'd like to think that we won't have that big of a fall off from maybe like the middle of Snyder's second tenure with us. <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> the second lap. <laughs> No, I, I think it's going to be great. I I, re- I have really high hopes. Um, I mean, obviously, wish everybody at K-State football nothing but the best. Um, Chris Kleiman and the crew are going to do great things. Glad to see um, uh, Sean Snyder in his new role, role um, still with athletics. Um, Bill Snyder has not left us yet. He still works for the university <laughs> in some capacity, so he's still around. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Uh, one thing I will note, too, um, since you have lit yourself on fire to dedicate yourself literally uh, to K-State football. Like, listen, there's a couple things that can't be changed. And that is if they delete the Proud of This House opening oh. out of K-State football games, I will light myself on fire and it will not be for the betterment of this university and the football program. I will light myself on fire because I am pissed. Like, I know nobody on the football program is going to listen to this podcast. If we drop that, and people are like, that's such a minor thing, like a song with a video we play, no, but nothing gets me more hyped than seeing that freaking video. Just, I have a weird hobby of wabashing to the Proud of This House we built. <laughs> song uh watching that and like elbowing my brother and being like i'm gonna play here <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play yeah. here yeah i i remember my yeah <laughs> we're not gonna go down my path of 
playing high school football for only two years. Yeah, I, I did have 12 <laughs> career varsity football tackles. If Kleiman is listening to this and would like to uh, fill one of his so three remaining open Cameron's scholars. available for a scholarship is what he's getting here. Don't even look at me. And also, like, have you ever, like, Googled your... This is off subject. This is still on subject. Have you ever Googled yourself and, like, your high school football stats come up? Like your huddle account from your high school football team. Um, I've I have Googled my stats. I have 14 career varsity <laughs> basketball points with a career high of five against Chapman, the Irish. I hit a uh, half court three point shot when we were down by 35 and got benched the rest of the game because I refused to high five my teammates because we were losing. <laughs> I um. I played high school football for a total of two years. I think I saw the field. I saw the field quite a bit. Like I was a D, like we played one A Division no. one like eight man football. Like it wasn't that hard to see the field. But like I sucked. <laughs> like, like there's absolutely no excuse. Like as much as I wanted to play football, love it. I absolutely suck at it. Like I like it, like I'm, I was very average in high school. I was like five eleven. 170 very run-of-the-mill like from western kansas <laughs> yeah i when i i played my freshman and senior year and my freshman year i was 5'5 115 not fast enough to be a running back <laughs> so i was playing offensive guard and just got absolutely piss pounded <laughs> to say the least it happens um and then my senior year i played kickoff and kickoff return <laughs> oh god yeah i think i did kickoff return once yeah but anyways back on the subject of googling myself i like i recently started an internship and i like uh, when you get to college you discover how important stuff about out there about you is i googled myself just to see what was out there one was my twitter profile so if you don't follow that follow that um but the second was uh my high school football stats that I didn't know were available for just anyone to look at, which I hope someday gets deleted. But like I saw my one highlight reel and it's this one play from my freshman year, I think. Um, and this like eight man team can't even remember the name. I don't even know if they're a school anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, that was it. That's it. That's the highlight extent of my real life. That's beginning and end. <laughs> I think if I Google myself, the main things that come up are, one, my Twitter, and then two, when I donated a year of Qdoba to the Manhattan oh, Emergency yeah. Shelter, which, for the record, I don't like Mexican food. It bothers me that that is what people remember me for. Yeah, it was a good deed, but I don't like Mexican food. Cameron, the burrito guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be known as the burrito giver. I want to be known as Cameron, <laughs> the cool guy. I think, like, for me, I, I get really scared because I, like, I'll meet people. Like, I'll be at a party or something, and someone will be like, oh, like, I've seen Twitter. And I just, like, my first reaction is always, oh. <laughs> like i'm really sorry like I, it's not because it's bad it's because like and we'll hear more about this at the end of this episode is like the crap people do on that website like i'll like tweet something like informational i'll be like here's something happened on campus and somebody will reply and it'll just be like buzzword 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 you suck and it's like <laughs> okay 
I understand, like, I'm completely here for everyone's opinions, whatever, but man, most of the stuff I put on my Twitter is just for my own enjoyment. It's not for anyone else. It's because, like, I found humor in it, and now it's out there. Well, yesterday I uh, had an interesting tweet. I tweeted out my nipple to body ratio. Oh, no, wait. I, spent, like, I really want two wa- hours. I wanted to talk to about this. That Please explain the nipple to body ratio. Okay. So it started out. I found a ruler in my house, and I live alone right now, so I don't know what to do for majority of my day, and measured my nipple, and then I measured vertically my nipple, and it was the same measurement. So I found the area of my nipple, and then I was like, man, I would really like to know like what the area of my whole body is in terms of skin. So I tried a bunch of things like, I knew that skin takes up 16% of your body weight, so I'm like, okay, (laughs) I weigh about 190, 16% of that would be like probably 30, I don't know, I'm not a math magician, whatever. Uh, But I ended up finding these formulas online, plugged them in, found these eight numbers, (laughs) found the average of that, then divided it by my area of my nipples. Wait, so there are like, there are people out there that have created formulas for like, there are four... No, eight scientists. I'll tell you their names. I have them right here. Oh, ooh. Du Bois, Mosteller, Haycock, Jihan, Boyd, Fujimoto, Takahira, and Schlick. Those are the eight scientists that have... They're all different theories for how to find your area of your skin. Uh, Imagine you, you go to Harvard. So, you get into Harvard, and... The first thing that you're going to figure out is your nipple to body ratio. (laughs) I think in that circumstance, being the only circumstance, I'd be Ivy League bound. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I wanted to. Yeah, maybe I should apply to Harvard. I'll transfer. We'll see. (laughs) With that, with that W I have on my college algebra that I never finished. Which, Where I come from, W's a win. Yeah, like... <laughs> You're a winner. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget making that call to my advisor, because for some reason, like, my advisor my first semester here, which I've changed majors, like, I started out in a different ag major than what I'm in now, uh, but I, like, <laughs> had to call her and was like, hey, like, listen, uh, I'm going to drop college algebra because I currently have, like, too low of a grade in it. And... I, I will never forget her audible chuckle first. <laughs> the audible chuckle. And then second, her going, you're an agriculture economics major and you're going to drop. So that's like one of very many wake-ups I had when I started here. Anyways, moving on right down the list here. Um, on to current events. Don't have a lot going on to this today. I guess like the only headline from today, it's in politics. Robert Mueller's testifying in Congress. I did see that. Way to go, Bob. <laughs> no, what was interesting to me is like, I see a lot of political polarization where it's like a Democrat says something and the Republicans are like, you're an idiot. Or a Republican says something and the Democrats are just, you're an idiot. Like, but Robert Mueller is... He's a Republican, and for him to testify and say that if Donald Trump wasn't the sitting president, he would be... He'd be indicted. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's a big takeaway. Like, I I have my own political views. Those are whatever. But just watching this all go down is just... It's really interesting to watch one because you're, like, wondering what 
is going to happen the whole time, but it's kind of exciting because I'm so far away from it. It doesn't affect me. And that's the other thing too, is like, granted, there are some things that have been said that are completely inappropriate by both sides um, and both political spectrums. But at the end of the day, like it doesn't, I think people blow it out of proportion. Yes, some of those things are inappropriate. They're wrong. But at the end of the day, like what Don is doing up there in Washington really isn't having much of an effect on Kansas. Like it to an extent. To an extent, like there are certain things, like the trade, the tariffs. Like I understand, like all that, obviously, because that's like I work in that field, so I get it. But like there are sometimes I see people like absolutely lit off, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wait. <laughs> there's the United States has like they set it up where there's definitely checks and balances where yeah, like, you could have a president that walks in and thinks he's gonna do everything, but realistically speaking it would be pretty difficult to drastically change the u.s in one president term yeah i get that people are angry like it's not a prime situation <laughs> at all like, america's definitely been in a better place politically I, I my recommendation to people is always like don't lose sleep over it like fight for whatever you want to do that's perfectly fine but dang and then going after people that are members of his party even if they're not directly like they're just they're just registered republicans like going after them maybe not our first and foremost move but whatever that's a different topic (laughs) um other than that we are definitely like in the point of the summer where just like nothing happens it this is like a special month like especially if you work in like the news industry i feel sorry for journalists like about mid-july to until school goes in session jack shit happens yeah (laughs) manhattan right now is not the most exciting place imagine i work in aggieville (laughs) and it's weird because the bar i've worked at we're actually pretty busy most friday and saturday nights but that is with a lot of the competitors not being open and a lot of times it is no one comes in, no one comes in, no one comes in. 12.30, slammed for a half an <laughs> the hour. The whole damn town. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, yay, I get to clean this up. For me, my job involves writing about current events or like finding stuff to talk about. And nothing happens. And like, <laughs> let me put this very clear. When I like, when people are like, what's it like living in Kansas? Like, what's it like to cover Kansas? You got to like dig <laughs> Let me be very clear when I say no, nothing. Happened. Local boy like, finds his nipple like, body. Literally, ratio. that could be a story. Like, I will not be surprised if, like, I turn on one of the local news channels and, like, that—that's an article we're running because nothing. <laughs> like, and like, it's funny to watch the Associated Press does this thing, like, do wires and stuff, and like, you get on the Kansas one. This very off topic, but you get on like the Kansas wire and update three thirty. It's the same story we told you about yesterday, Tuesday at nine thirty, but nothing is happening. I would say the most exciting thing that happens in this state is the weather. Oh, God, it's going to be hot. And now it's like 70 degrees. Tomorrow it's going to be 90 and there might be a tornado. You never know. Like, I feel like the most exciting job you can have at a news station in this state is to be a meteorologist. (laughs) Exciting, but also everyone where I'm from hates the meteorologist. (laughs) They're all liar. Thrilling, but everyone hates you. (laughs) I love them. Like, they're great guys. They're very important, serve a very important role. Like, disclaimer, love all of you. You all do very important stuff. At the beginning of the summer, I was pouring concrete with my my uncle, and <laughs> one of the most noble things you can do. There would be like rain eight hours away. He'd be like, 
can't trust a meteorologist. Pack it up for the day. I can't trust a meteorologist. Yeah, it's like that and lawyers are people who <laughs> are the least trusted people in rural Kansas. And it cracks me up. Like, and also, like, I don't know, like, growing up in rural Kansas, like, you learn how to do, like, random things. I would say the most random shit that ever happened to me was my grandfather could, he's still, like, alive and farms. He, I love him to death. He can tell the time of the day by the position of the sun. Like, I guess spending your whole life on a tractor, I guess you learn how to You're do that. You're walking sundial. That's what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, I accidentally um, stopped recording in the middle of this podcast, but you didn't miss anything because I immediately stopped talking when I saw the screen turn white. Okay. First episode's going great. <laughs> but anyways, nothing makes me more angry than when I'm in line somewhere or like, oh, this happened to me at the eye doctor on Monday. I think this is why I'm still so heated up about it. And like... I accidentally read the email wrong that my eye doctor sent me about my appointment. So I showed up on Monday, but the appointment was actually on Thursday. And the receptionist was like, oh, we've made a mistake. It's on Thursday. And I go, oh, I read the email wrong on my phone. Sorry about that. She goes, no problem. We can fit you in today anyways. And the guy, older gentleman, sitting in the waiting room just goes, you know, those damn things are going to get you in trouble sometimes. And I was like, (laughs) sir, (laughs) it could be that. By reading the email wrong, you really did need to go to the optometrist. That could be a vision problem. <laughs> Which, speaking of my eyes, did get worse. That's a story for another time. My eyes are terrible. My eyes can't get worse if I don't get them checked. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That, <laughs> I wish I did that. Like, I went to the eye doctor, and um, <laughs> this is so bad. One of the eye doctor, she checked my eyes. And she gets done doing the thing with the one, two, whatever, whatever oh, the yeah. hell they do there. And she's, she chuckles and she goes, well, you're three of those things going downhill. <laughs> I was like, yep. So like $200 later, I'm in different contacts and can actually read stuff. But yeah, uh, so wrapping things up, we're going to do a segment at the end of every episode called This Week's Dumbest Tweet. But I did not pull This Week's Dumbest Tweet for the first episode go me so i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna kind of do my uh list of things that are absolutely awful on twitter and for anybody listening that doesn't know me you probably know that i've done like we've both like put stuff on twitter that's like interesting but like i've put some stuff that's like okay what is he doing which don't mind me it's for my own humor as i said before things that make me more angry than anything it's back when i used to like be pretty heavy into politics and whatever before i was like screw this i'm tired of everyone yelling at each other (laughs) this ain't for me boy uh this ain't it chief and left people would like go for your freaking throat on there and it would be like people i know like it would be like freaking family members and i'm like it would be people that like have my cell phone have my email know my address probably live down the hall for me in the same fraternity oh my god just text me like (laughs) i have noticed that with like specifically no one that i've it's always the people that i've known the longest like yeah there's a kid from my high school that will It'll be like normal tweet and they'll be like, shut up, Cameron. I'm like, leave me alone. Bro, just freaking text me. Like, it's not that hard. My other thing is, do you use GroupMe, right? Yeah. Everybody everybody on this damn campus. I did not know GroupMe existed until college. GroupMe drama? (laughs) Like, people, like, and I used to think, I was just like, after I, like, pledged a fraternity and got in, whatever, I was like, damn, there's a a whole lot of drama in this GroupMe. Like, all there's, it's not like drama, it's shade. 
<laughs> Especially like my work group me. It'll be like so there's always the one person that we just pick on constantly yeah. in the group me and it'll be like normal conversation, normal conversation. Well, let's say Sam for the purposes of this. Sam, Sam said Sam, something disclaimer, in the group is Sam me. a real person? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We're calling out Sam. <laughs> Sam will say something in the group meet, and then it's just like, everyone, shut up, Sam. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to listen to you. Like, there's definitely group me hierarchy, too. Like, there's people that will put something in a group meet, and it gets likes. Like, it gets hella likes. Like, everybody's freaking out there liking that. And then somebody will follow up with, there's always that one person group me that, like, puts something directly after the funny thing that just it isn't, like, remotely funny. Remotely. <laughs> and nobody likes it or it gets like the one sympathy like you always have to have the sympathy liker you can count on somebody like for me when i put something in our group me it's usually something like dumb it's usually like a job posting or i need something like there's always that one sympathy like <laughs> <laughs> and you can count on that person and that's the real bro like when all right, so that's going to do us for here on the Right in the Middle podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast on Twitter at Right Middle Pod. Again, that's at Right Middle Pod on Twitter. And we'll be listed soon, hopefully. Right now, we're going to be just on SoundCloud. But my name's Noah. Be sure to give me a follow on Twitter at NoahOXNR. And I'm Cameron. Uh, follow me on Twitter as well at cameron 45 Coger. All right. And we'd also like to give a huge thank you to 99.9 KSDB and a huge shout out to them. Be sure to support your local media always. And also a huge shout out to Zach St. Clair for helping me get this started. And his podcast that he co-hosts with Lexi called the Rad or Sad Podcast. Be sure to listen to the Rad or Sad Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.